Canada. Are you there? I am. I am. Well, welcome to the two half squads. Well, uh, thank you very much for, for inviting me. And on, uh, before we get started, I just want to say uh, thank you guys for doing what you do. Uh, you guys actually were part of the reason I got back into, or at least into playing ASL. No way. You and, you and, and believe it or not, the uh, zombie pack from uh, oh. Oh, yeah. Tech Gamers. That would do it. <laughs> yep. That would do it. Really? Well, that is quite the compliment. Yeah, that's nice. Thanks. We think uh, MMP sure owes us, don't they? But that's, that's for sure. That's for sure. Everybody well, I thinking, agrees. I was thinking today, Every... too, about um, the guys who, that, that website that doesn't have you guys on. Basically, they couldn't have their self, themselves on their own website. So, uh. Oh, that's true. <laughs> he, should not be, he should not have his own website. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That guy. <laughs> that guy, yeah. Who remains nameless, just depending on our mood. That's right. Well, as he should be. So... <laughs> So this is uh, Steve Slunt, right? Did I pronounce that correctly? You did. And Steve, what, yep. uh, tell tell us a little about yourself and uh, why we're talking well, to you tonight. Okay, well, currently um, <laughs> I am uh, the director of uh, CASLA, which is the Canadian ASL Association up here in Canada. We are a, a group that run a national tournament uh, every year. Uh, this year... I'm going to plug it right away. This year is in Victoria, B.C., uh, from May 18th to 21st. Um, we go across the country, or we try to. This is the first time it's been west of the Rockies. And in 2014, uh, I hosted as the tournament director for Calgary, which was the first time it was west of Winnipeg. So um, that's, that's where we are. Wow. That's cool. When you said yeah. we... It goes across country. I, w- I was imagining a train car. Yeah, no, not quite. Which is not actually, quite. now that I think about it, that's kind of a cool <laughs> idea. We could do a, an ASL tournament on Amtrak and just have it go from, like, New York to Los Angeles. I'm down for that. Yeah, that would be interesting, other than the fact that the train can be kind of rough and the, the pieces would spill all over the place. It would be an absolute disaster. It sounds like something I would plan. <laughs> so... Uh, you're, how long is this? Uh, how long have you been doing the tournaments? Uh, well, I've been I've been involved since uh, 2012. That was the first tournament I uh, attended, and basically, I'll give you guys a little preamble to it. Um, I've been I with my brother, along with my brother, we started playing war games back in 1973. Okay. We we started with things like Tactics Two, Panzer Blitz, Wooden Wooden Man Iron Ships, Africa Corps, Blitzkrieg, and. Uh, one day, my brother brought home a article, or a, it was a general that had uh, an article about this game called Squad Leader. And so, um, when it came to town, I bought it. And since then, we have not looked back. We didn't look back, and we actually played every scenario that came out uh, right through GI, the Rogue series, a whole bit. Um, and before ASL started, we started, or we redid all of the scenarios in chronological order. Oh, full. GI Anvil Victory rules, and he wouldn't move away from it until we finished, and we didn't finish till 2012. <laughs> oh, really? That's hilarious. Yeah, and I, I listening to your your podcast. One of you guys, and I don't remember which one, said that playing ASL doesn't help, or sorry, playing Squad Leader doesn't help. And I'm here to tell you, I oh. played eight eight games of Squad Leader, or sorry, eight, eight games of full ASL. Went to a tournament and came in second. Whoa! 
That is something. Yeah. I don't think we had said that. I think it was someone we were probably interviewing because um, actually Jeff and I had not played the original squad leader. Yeah. Never have. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. Found it, but yeah. Uh, interesting. Good. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because uh, never having played it, I don't know how different it is really. Well, the basic, the, the basic concept and the basic structure of the game is the same. It's just, there's a lot more things that happen now yeah. um, that, that didn't happen before, and you can't pull back guys. That, uh, if a whole bunch of guys went through a hex, you could pull them back into that one spot and fire at them rather than having a first fire and a, and a final fire, or a subsequent first fire and a potential final protective fire. Oh, okay, because, yeah, that's a concept I've seen in uh, miniature war games. Pass through fire, like you can declare a spot. Mm-hmm. And then hit the troops back when they're moving through that spot. Yeah. yeah. So then they added the first and the subsequent and residuals. Is that right? Or well, yeah. Well, that the, the, the that came into ASL. Uh, those were not part of uh, the original squad leader. They, the the closest they had was uh, penetration off a machine gun, which would have been, which probably morphed into um, uh, fire lanes. Oh, okay. So you're saying? Did it, so are you saying that you the last time you played Squad Leader was 2012? That's right. And then you got into ASL from there. Well, I, I had played eight games previous to that. Uh, yeah. I just got tired of waiting for my brother. Found a local group. <laughs> uh, they they accepted me, and uh, yeah, from, from, since then I've dragged him into now where he and I are playtesting some of the Lone Canuck stuff. Okay. Yeah. Oh, great. Wonderful. And so well. 2012, it seems like just yesterday. It really does. Yes, <laughs> yes unfortunately, yeah. But, uh, you know, five years, you've you've come on pretty strong, sounds like, in, in your involvement. Oh, I, I've tried to, yeah. yeah. I just I just recently finished my 100th game. Uh, I attended a tournament in, um, uh, what's it, the, uh, it was in Issaquah, just outside of Seattle. Okay. And uh, that's where I played my 100 and my 101st game. Wonderful. And have you written down all the titles and who you played and who won and everything like I do? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Now, that, that I, I will credit you um, because I, in the, in the past, I'd only ever played my, my brothers. So. Yeah. And uh, so where do you live? You live I in live K- in Calgary. Okay. And have you Cal- found some good players there? Yeah, there's actually some very good players here. Um, one of them actually travels to Europe to, to uh, compete. Um, and one of the guys, uh, uh, Colin, he attempts to have a, a meeting every couple months at his house, which is great. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a, a pretty good core group of guys, and there, is, uh, there are currently a couple of guys who are trying to get a local tournament, not to compete against Caslow, but a local tournament to sort of supplement that and, and get more people involved. Yeah. Now, from 1973... To 2012 is a bit of time. What what other kind of gaming did you do in those years? Well, um, basically, when I hit when Starship Troopers came out, uh, we started playing that one almost exclusively. But as soon as ASL came out in '75, uh, we stopped. Uh, we or, or I should say Squad Leader. When, when it came out, we stopped playing all their games. Oh, all the other games. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. if you were to go back, which one would you think would hold up the best over time? Uh, Just wondering. I I, re- I really liked Starship Troopers. Um, that was one of my favorite. I think Africa Corps was probably second. 
Okay. Uh, but uh, Tactics 2 is a a really, really good starter game. Yeah. You were lucky to have a brother that would play with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff never had that in his childhood. No, my brother, uh, my brother was into totally different things than I. And I, and I don't have any friends. I still don't. <laughs> Working on that. I, I think I, when I retire, maybe. I, I only come over for the show. Yeah. Well, I can tell you that I, I tried to get some guys involved uh, during my childhood, but but as soon as they reached puberty, it was like, why are you pushing cardboard? You should be going after girls. Yeah. <laughs> now, see, I like. Oh, you can do both. Yeah, you that's what I. Both. That's what I believe. <laughs> Now, um, well, the tournament's coming up May. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yep. we'll, we'll try and get sh- this to air before that. Probably people have already decided to come or not. We won't be able to make it up this year, but well, put it on uh, our well, bucket list. I, I hope you guys come up to one of them. I mean, uh, I think isn't Montreal's pretty close to you guys. Uh, I know that uh, two last year, last year it was in Ottawa, which, uh, a little which is further away, a little but, bit that's closer than Montreal. Yeah. Okay. Is it? Yeah. 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 Now I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna since you're about to begin I'm gonna make a little bit of plug for because one of the things we're trying to do is trying to get uh, significant others involved in this too. I mean I don't know if you guys have ever been to Victoria. Truly one of the most beautiful cities in our country. Um, and by May it is summertime there. Mm, yeah. Uh, they've got they've got uh, the Bouchard Gardens which are absolutely incredible. They've got one of the best natural history museums. Uh, I would bet, uh, certainly in the country, uh, nothing beats standing in front of the full-size woolly mammoth uh, oh. on one of the floors. Oh, I love woolly mammoths. So, but yeah, it, uh, there's, uh, you know, they said beautiful weather. Uh, this year we're actually adding, uh, or, or George, because George Kellen, who is the um, Lone Canucks guy, uh, he's he, Lone Canuck Publishing, he's right. really does all the scenarios for that. Right. He, he is hosting he also hosts a, another tournament called West Coast Rumble, out of a, uh, along with uh, a gaming convention called Bodiscon, uh, which is in Vancouver, not Victoria. Um, so you know it's going to be good because his tournaments are always always great. I've been there five times, um, but this year we're they're adding a an extra day of gaming and a couple mini tournaments. Oh, nice! Um, and uh, one of the things that you guys may not know, but uh, before you start, you get a shot of scotch, and it's usually very good. And ah. if you feel like playing after that, um, good on you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the shot of scotch, that'll attract uh, a certain group. Yeah. No question um, yeah. about it. Well, I have been to both the Vancouver and Victoria, and they are it's absolutely gorgeous there. It I mean, is, It's yeah. just absolutely gorgeous. So, but I don't know, bringing significant others, I don't know if they get that to fly. Well, the thing is, you can go out and spend uh, spend the three days there. Well, one of the guys in the Calgary group, he's uh, he, his wife's coming out right after the event. I'm taking my wife, um, and I'm just hoping that, uh, you know, to make it more of a more of a family event, get, get more people out, right? Because yeah. you, you can bring your wife, uh, she'll let you go. That's and, cool. Uh, well, how many guys from the Calgary group are going? Do you think to the upcoming tournament? Well, I know of I know of two. I, I just signed up uh, one of the other guys. Um, I haven't heard from the other guys recently. Um, it's been rather dull here in in, uh, in oil oil poor Alberta at this point. But um, I'm hoping that uh, 
couple guys will certainly go out. Uh, guys from Winnipeg come out. Um, actually, when it was in Calgary, we had a guy from New York come out. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. He, of course, he had family, but that's uh, that was sort of like killing two birds with one stone. Yeah. So it uh, goes. It goes Friday. There's two rounds Friday night. That yeah it starts at noon, or well twelve thirty after the scotch. Yeah, two two rounds on Friday, two rounds on Saturday, and one on Sunday. So there's actually some time in the day to go to dinner with your wife or something. Absolutely, yeah. If you, if you pick the right scenarios, absolutely. And we are we are I will admit a little stickler on the time. Um, you must start on time. And you must end on time, or thing you could be punished. Um, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a very good idea. <laughs> I hate getting when I used to actually play in the tournaments instead of just go and record or hang out. Hated getting you know a slow person that takes you through your dinner hour and yikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, it's something that they, that we've worked uh, hard to, to keep, um, and uh, it, it's 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 a really good bunch of guys though, um, and. I really would hope that as many people can come out as possible. I know there's a number of guys from Seattle and Spokane who will probably be coming out, which would be great. Um, now, are but, there any uh, house rules? You know, we just uh, we've got the ASL Open in Northern Illinois coming up mm-hmm. not too in the not too distant future, and uh, Dave Goldman published a very nice list of house rules, which I thought was was kind of good, just to give people. A heads up on how things are going to be handled, how certain rules are going to be handled, and things like that. Have you got anything like that? Not as far as I, I've seen. I mean, we have a charter that that we have, but that that deals more with um, what's expected of the players, uh, not so much rules of the of the actual scenarios. Uh, sometimes guys come up with who the tournament directors feel that, that those are needed, and and they'll insert them. Uh, when they want, yeah. Um, you know, as a tournament director, you have a a lot of leeway. So George has been doing it for a long time, I think, hasn't he? Well, he's done. He's been doing his um, the West Coast. Uh, yeah, I think he was involved when it, when uh, Jim McLeod originally started Gaslow twenty one years ago. Mm, okay. Um, and uh, when he he retired out to to Victoria, and he started doing Lone Canuck stuff and running the tournament. And the, the West Coast Rumble is now, next year will be 11 years. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And did you say all of the scenarios, not all, not all the scenarios will be Lone Canuck scenarios, will they? Or will oh, they? no, no. Okay. No, not even, not even close. Okay. Um, they, basically, they will decide what looks good, what they believe is the running time, and what, um, you know, because... You don't want to get a scenario that that you only get two turns done after you know seven hours. Yeah, uh, right. You, you want you want tournament size scenarios. Just so happens, um, well, I, I actually printed off a couple or a, a list of um, the first round for this year. We got a couple um, MMP scenarios. I think there's a Frank Terrer scenario. Um, there's a lone, there's a Lone Canuck scenario, and there's. One actually I've never even heard of, um, Eastern or Western Europe, Western Europe group. Mm, I don't know that either. Um, What's the scenario called? I'm just going to have let me have to give it here in a second here. Uh, oh, sorry, it's East Side Gamers, one of the East Side Gamers scenarios. Oh, okay, good. Well, hopefully yeah. a zombie one. Yeah. yeah. 
That would be great. Um, what for? How about you? What's the biggest scenario that you've played? You don't the biggest have... one I've played. Well, I'm in the middle of, of doing um, Red Barricades uh, by Vassal. Ah, okay. Uh, which I, I've uh, the first time I've ever actually done Vassal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sold on the dice bot, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'd oh. like uh, being a, a programmer uh, at heart. I'd like to see how they're co- how it's coded. Yeah. Uh, I just I just have a feeling that it's not not quite there. Now, now people are going to chastise me for that, but that's that's the way I feel. Um, but I'm giving it a shot. I've done uh, well, uh, KGP uh, one and three campaign games. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah I, three. I did one of those with my friend Matt. I enjoyed that quite a lot. That that is a lot of levels to keep track of in Conf Group Piper. Yes. Yeah. 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 But there was but, uh, yeah no I, I I had a lot of fun um, it uh, it, uh, it certainly wet whetted my appetite for campaign games and uh, and a lot a lot of uh, if you like if you like things that aren't quite so intense and so long um, I recommend uh, Lone Canuck stuff uh, their uh, tournament what is it called uh, tactical missions right there's uh, Excuse me, um, Hell's Highway, which I helped play test. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember Bloody Moroa. I think it's the other one. He does a lot of those that are really nice, medium to short length campaign games. Although he calls them tactical missions. Right. Yeah. I like that that he's got his own nomenclature for some of those yeah, yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Really gives it gives it a nice flavor. Yeah, we did interview uh, George. Yeah, I can't. That's that's been about a year and a half, Dave, or maybe two years since we talked to George. I think, and then yeah. and then we the uh, we did the Spine and Sprocket podcast with um, the. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. He's trying the bell. Oh, no. We're having problems with our bell. <laughs> um, oh, very complicated piece we, of equipment. Remember, we covered the bridge too far, and that's where I I figured out that Hell's Highway right was the the road they were trying to get down to relieve the bridges. Right, yeah. I have not yet listened to that spider, uh, that uh, spider's rocket yet. I have listened to some of the other ones. Oh, okay. Well, thanks. <laughs> it's <laughs> the trying to get that show yeah. going. It's the yeah. best podcast on the internet. <laughs> and that's well, what I love about best. podcasts. You can second, say thanks. you can say whatever you want, and nobody challenges you, and especially because yeah. nobody's listening. But <laughs> well, I can tell you, a lot of guys here in town listen to you guys. Oh, well, that's nice. That's good to yeah, hear. Yeah, it is a weird thing. People don't write much. So you no. and I and I keep telling Jeff, Jeff, I I listen to several podcasts and I've never contacted any of them. You know, so I probably should do that sometime. But the numbers well, seem to be there on the hits, you know. We get a lot of hits. There's automatic 4 or 500 downloads every show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's that's a lot of people out there. Well, think of it when you go to a, go go to someplace and you get really good service. How often do you turn around and say, "Let me speak to the manager about. I want to talk to him how good the service is." Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, don't do that it's enough. It's pretty rare. All right, so you're you're more likely to complain if things aren't aren't your liking. So yeah, uh, the fact that nobody nobody gets in touch with you about it, uh, don't take that to heart. That's uh, that's probably a very good sign. Okay, well, I I'll take that as a good sign then. <laughs> that's a good way to think about it. So, what have you have you got any? Uh, uh, New Year's resolutions regarding ASL. Now you're entering your sixth year or fifth yeah. year. Uh, I just want to play more. 
Yeah. Um, I always believe that a, a bad day playing the ASL is better than a good day doing most other things. Yeah. And I'm sure the, the other guys in your group would agree with you on that. <laughs> so uh, what about uh, huge scenarios? Anything in your uh, uh, in your sights? Um, at this point, um, I'd like to get my brother involved in an actual face-to-face game of, of uh, Red Barricades because he's really got the bug now for uh, campaign-type games, but we're uh, in the middle of doing some play testing, so that's got to be put on hold. Uh, but he he has always liked the really big ones. I mean, there was one back in the day of uh, squad leader that there was uh, twelve boards. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Nice. Uh, and uh, yeah, I remember losing lo- losing uh, twenty squads on the first turn was nothing. <laughs> oh yeah, that's happened to me. When I've only had twenty squads, I've lost twenty <laughs> squads on the first turn. <laughs> Uh, what does your wife think of your uh, new hobby? Well, she's actually been in it since the beginning. Uh, she knew that I I was a war gamer from before we even married, and she knew that she couldn't change me, but she still married me. Um, and the good thing is now she knows where I am at night. I'm either uh, hunched over a table or hunched over the computer. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I tell you, there's a lot of good things to be said about that. Where other men go where they shouldn't. Yeah. I think sometimes she's like, aren't you playing? Because you should. Yeah. And how's your collection coming? Oh, I I, I have, well, I see, that's the thing. I never actually got out of it. It would come out and i buy it. All of my stuff is first edition. Oh, okay. Um, the, the only thing I missed was uh, Bloody Reef Tarawa, Bridge Too Far, and two of the journals, and I didn't pick them up because I was mad at my brother, because he wouldn't play. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm kicking myself for that. But yeah, no, I have uh, all the all the all the other stuff and all of it, all of its first edition. And what what kind of hobbies do you do besides ASL? Uh, I I build one thirty fifth scale uh, miniatures. Okay, so tell us about that a little. Is well, that actually, all, all I got, World I got War II? into doing that again because I wanted to see the size difference uh, on tanks on the counters of uh, Squad Leader. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Um, so uh, pick that up, and uh, I really enjoy figure painting uh, the, the the figures and building dioramas with them. Yeah, I'm I'm a pretty big fan of that too. Although I'm getting into uh, prehistoric beasts lately, and. Uh, just the old um, horror model kits. And my superintendent at my school, I think I mentioned this on the air before, um, was also a modeler, and I ran a miniatures gaming club at school. And when he came, they introduced me to him in the hallway. They, like, grabbed me, a special, and brought me over. And then they introduced me. They mentioned the gaming, war gaming club. <laughs> and I thought, don't mention that. <laughs> you know, this guy's not going to know anything about that. And he pulled out his phone and started showing me pictures of his miniatures he's painting. Oh. Yeah, Napoleonic and whatever. He's doing all kinds of different historical military well, the, stuff. So he, he just came in uh, yesterday morning, too, and he likes to look around my room when I'm, I have World War II stuff up. And I had done some 72nd scale modeling for the gaming purposes. Right. You know, 20 millimeter uh, Battleground or even ASL I did with 15s, too. Right. What, what, I know what the only miniatures you... I have are 
uh, I got three blister packs of the original uh, GHQ stuff that, that was produced for the deluxe boards. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. We, yeah, we mentioned that on the show before, yep. too, remember? And uh, those are pretty cool, or they were, the vehicles were. I never liked the squads, though. They were... Really teeny. Uh, well, they were teeny, but they also, like, they were in parade yeah. formation. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, so I tried that. Um, I've got a couple that are half-painted, and I actually have one tank that I actually bring out, and, and I use it as the kind of... I, I move it up the side of the board so I know what turn we're on. Okay. Ah, That's okay. a great turn marker. Yeah. Do, do you have pictures of stuff that you've painted that we could, uh, you know, we'd like to put a little something about you on the, when we post the show. Okay. If you have any pictures. You yeah, can send a us picture a picture of, you. of yourself if you can, if you don't mind. But uh, sure. also pictures of some of the other stuff you do would be, we might select something from that. Okay, I'll, I'll dig up a couple of those. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And then uh, before we uh, wrap up, um, the, for the Lone Canuck products, what are your favorite ones? We had He had sent us out a Blitzkrieg in the West, mm-hmm. which we had reviewed, and Jeff had purchased the... Um, Azurecchia Breakout. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he keeps, well, he keeps that map sitting in its frame on yeah. his wall here. It's up, it's up on the wall, mm-hmm. on my, my wall of things to play. <laughs> okay, well, let me see what... Some of mine. Uh, I would say uh, Hell's Highway. Um, uh, what was the other one? There, there was. There was. I, I, oh, I, uh, the Liebenstrat Pack Five. Um, but I'm rather partial to those because if you look at the playtesting on them, that's me. Oh, I'm, ah, I'm, in, I'm in that playtesting. You're immortal. <laughs> yes, I mean, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, actually, you know, I don't think I've ever played a, a Lone Canuck scenario that I didn't enjoy. Um, I mean, I, we're just going to beam here, but that's, I can honestly say I i have enjoyed pretty much everyone that I've ever played. Yeah. You know, I do, I've never really played a scenario that I thought was a bad scenario. I guess there's, there's, there's one notorious publisher out there, I won't mention the name, that supposedly makes bad products, but I've never played any of those. So I, I don't even know what it's like to play a bad scenario, I think. Well, I think there's a couple dogs in uh, that, that uh, MMP or even um, back in the day Avalon Hill put out, um, but uh, that's just that's just me. Yeah. Well, they have changed some of them when they reissued them in these new yeah. packs, also. So I don't know how those get through the playtesting, unless you have guys like me playtest. I remember. I did a uh, one of the tank ones for the f- f- for the Finns, the Finland game. Okay, yeah. And didn't really wasn't really good at moving the tanks into the hexes with tanks and like that as a tactic. So scenario looked okay to us, and then they announced that it's already busted. <laughs> People found ways to win it every time uh, with the attacker because you could do the freeze thing on tanks, I guess, right? Tank on tank and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, and that just wasn't a way that I like to play. So, I'm trying to learn to play more evilly yeah. <laughs> or slimy. Well, one of the guys I, uh, in our group, uh, he and I are actually going through Hakapele uh, from start to finish. Yeah. And uh, we're finding that, uh, for the most part, exactly as Roar has it, that's what the, that's the way it's turning out. Mm, interesting. Uh, and, and some of them, some of them, I think, are rightly rated very high one side or the other um and i wouldn't say they're busted but 
they're not really, really tight. Yeah. And I think sometimes, well, I don't know. Well, no, that's probably not true. I was thinking maybe the larger ones, maybe they play test them less often. I know I would shy a little more away from those. But and then if players don't know to use smoke right effectively, it can throw it off and Oh yeah. You know, so you do want, as we've talked to people before, having really good players play them because they know to, you know, use everything each side is given. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm you not any... there yet. Well, oh, pardon? I said I'm not there yet. Oh, I, uh, there. I, I I would say every almost every game I play, I get schooled in something. Yeah, I was. I think last show I was talking, or maybe it's the one we recorded another one in the middle here. But we'll try and put this one out sooner with the tournament coming up. That and, would be much appreciated. Push the other show back. Yeah, and then. Uh, but we were talking about reading the new annual journal. Yep. And and as Jeff and I are reading through there, you know, I'm like, dang, Spooky just beat me, and I totally should have done that and that and that. You know, in that game. So even with all the games I played, it doesn't. I'm just not good at remembering even a lot of these things that I learned later in my career. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'm going to give you guys a website. It's called it's CanadianASL.org. Okay, that is uh, the site for our our uh, group here in Canada, and on there is a link to Caslo, which is. The group is called CASLA, which is C-A-S-L-A. The or the term is CASLO, okay. C-L-A-S-O, ah, okay. for, for open. Gotcha. Okay. Great. And, uh, yeah. Well, we'll definitely post it on there, and you never know. You may get an extra dozen players because we, <laughs> be- we have a long reach and lots of influence. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, 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 if, you, it, if you belong to CASLA, and you register early, you get a ten dollar discount. Or you, yeah, you get five dollar for early, five dollar belonging to Kaz La. Okay, association. Uh, yeah, it's sixty. It's this year's term is sixty dollars, which is what twenty three cents in U.S. funds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you know, it, 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 it's cheap for you guys to come up. Uh, your dollar is so much better than ours right now. I wasn't. Uh, you know, I was getting ready to beg for an honorary membership into Kaz La, but um, <laughs> maybe I, I don't. I won't abuse that <laughs> i don't want to abuse my power well please please join uh the the uh the voting is basically as a as an american member you get to vote uh the the tournament will not move from canada but uh, you can certainly <laughs> vote as to where you want it to go okay well and, right. and we're from chicago so that typically means we know how to vote early and vote often that's right well that's <laughs> All right. Well, great. Well, thanks very much for the information, and uh, it was a pleasure talking to you. Yes, indeed, you too, Steve. Sir. Yes, thank you. All right. Take care, guys. I'll All right. Uh, some pictures of moi and uh, some of the stuff, and and uh, give me give me a, uh, an email when you're going to post. We'll do. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks take a care. lot. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.